This episode of Juice Guru Radio is brought to you by Try Best, Making Healthy Living Easy, and our new book, Juice Guru, Transform Your Life by Adding One Juice a Day. Well, welcome. Welcome to Juice Guru Radio. Discover what the magic and power of juicing can do for you. And now, your host, best-selling author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Juice Fasting, Steve Prusak. Hello and welcome back. Welcome back to Juice Crew Radio. I'm your host, Steve Prusak. It's so great to be with you on today's show. We've got Alex Jack and Sachi Kato. They're the authors of the new book, The One Peaceful World Cookbook. You're going to hear all about it, most specifically, how to improve your mental health with a plant-based diet. We're going to find out all about that right after this. So stay tuned for our interview with Alex and Sachi. Here's another Juice Guru approved product. Hey there, Juice Guru tribe. Here at Juice Guru, we've tried a lot of juicers. Pretty much just about every juicer on the market, in fact. But the one we've chosen as our absolute favorite for the last three years in a row has been the TriBest Slow Star. Order your own at the Juice Guru tribe discount by visiting our website at juiceguru.com. TriBest Slow Star makes healthy living easy. Get one today. Juice Guru Radio. Hello and welcome back. Welcome back to Juice Radio. I'm your host, Steve, and we've got Alex Jack and Sachi Kato on today's show. Alex Jack is founder and president of Planetary Health, sponsor of Amber Waves, a grassroots network devoted to promoting whole grains and other natural foods, and co-director of the Macrobiotic Summer Conference. He's been in this for years. And Sachi Kato trained and worked as a macrobiotic chef at Kushi Institute in America, Japan, and Europe. She completed the Comprehensive Macrobiotic Leadership Program in which she studied cooking, healing, philosophy, and oriental diagnosis. So what I love about this is we're going to dive into the new book, The One Peaceful World Cookbook, available now on Amazon and bookstores worldwide. Let's welcome to the show right now, Alex Jack and Sachi Kato. Hi, guys. Hi, Steve. Well, thank you for being here. Congratulations on the launch of your new book, Sachi. It's really exciting, beautiful, visually appealing, and really combines how we can get healthier with plant-based foods. Thank you for that. Oh, thank you so much for saying that. Yeah, I'm so honored that I get to do the recipes and also um, the photography as well. So since I actually uh, train as a photographer um, when I was living in LA, so that's um, great that the two things came together. Oh, you really were able to combine your passions. Alex, uh, Alex, tell me, what uh, brought you into this? What have you found through uh, vegan food, macrobiotic food, and what is there to, you know, to inspire others about this way of living? Well, I actually um, became macrobiotic uh, many years ago when I was a reporter in Vietnam. And I met uh, a Zen Buddhist master named Thich Tri Quang, who was the spiritual leader of Vietnam. And, and during my interview, he told me that the most important thing in life was to have healthy food. And it was amazing because it was in a wartime situation. And he said that was even more important than uh, the actual warfare itself, was to always have a supply of healthful food because that creates society. Sort of like that Buddhist philosophy about, I mean, I know it kind of began with if we eat more fruits and vegetables, we digest better, we're able to connect better and, you know, become more aware. Isn't that kind of where Buddhist, that whole philosophy stems? 
I think, yeah, Buddhism, Hinduism, actually most of the world's religions have a dietary foundation and uh, code, and most of them were plant-oriented. What about you, Sachi? How did you discover macrobiotic uh, foods, and what has it done for your life? Um, yes, so um, when I was pursuing as an artist and in the photography industry in Los Angeles, of course, you know, I uh, worked at night shifts often, and I've, I was eating like craft service food, and just, you know, I needed the quick energy. So the first thing easy to do is just sugar and cookies and muffins and so much, many cups of coffees <laughs> in my late 20s. So um, I found myself deeply, um, you know, really depleted. And I'm sure that was like really bad, um, like, you know, hypoglycemic condition. So, and, but luckily I was working in a natural food restaurant and that's how I actually um, found macrobiotics. I noticed like when I just had like simple natural miso soup and brown rice and simple greens, I just deep inside, it's something clicked me that's really like nourished, like just, you know, just like right after eating those, like I felt like so much better. And I had digestive issue at the time and that just like quickly, like after three months eating that way, it really improved my health. Then that's how I realized that the food is the essential for health. So the book we're talking about here, uh, the new release, The One Peaceful World Cookbook, available now through Ben Bella Books, our friends over at Ben Bella. Uh, and it's a wonderful book. So can you explain how macrobiotic, how does that tie into creating a peaceful world and, and what can we learn from macrobiotic cooking as, as related to that? Do you want to start on that? I'm sure you both have something to say about that. So Alex, over to you for that and then we'll hear from Sachi. All right. Traditionally, for example, in, in the Far East, whether it's Vietnam, China, Japan, or India, uh, it was traditionally known that a healthy, natural way of eating created a calm, peaceful mind. And one example of this is the traditional ideogram for the word peace in the East. It's pronounced wa, and it's made of two characters. The first character is for grain, whether it's rice, millet, barley, or wheat. And the second character is for mouth. So the idea was that by eating whole grains as the center of the meal, this would create uh, peace, stability, health, and harmony. So that was a very traditional understanding. Sachi, do you have anything to add to that? Oh, I, basically about the inspiration of what led to this book, really. About the one peaceful world, how it relates to plant-based. That's what you're asking, Steve? Yeah, that and the overall inspiration behind the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, totally. I agreed with Alex. Um, I know I know that character and because um, I'm living in California and everything actually in like a cultural, like really saturated cultures we're living out there. And I learned everything that we can turn into plant-based. So in this cookbook that I, um, I emphasize that all these like different uh, cultural inspiration of the cuisine and turning into a macrobiotic way, which is plant-based um, on this cookbook. And, you know, like, I'm sure that everybody that vegans and vegan alike uh, can enjoy. And, you know, for me, I have a three-month-old baby. And I know that um, 
you know that I noticed that when he is feeling okay, is it's usually connected with his digestion because easily I can tell with babies. So if he's constipated a little bit, and then it's his, he can be grumpy so easily. So then the gut brain connection is same as adult, and I can really see that mm-hmm. through through my little one. So hopefully, yeah, this this, this will really promote that uh, digestion and you know through this cookbook. Well, it really creates the clarity on, you know, the standard American diet and what we see mm-hmm. in the state of uh, the world today. Won't you say, Alex, with, with all the tensions and all the uh, division these days? Oh, absolutely. And I think that's one of the problems is that most of the leaders of the world, uh, you know, have very little uh, food consciousness. And even those who do are, are eating um, banquet food most of the time. They're traveling. So it's very hard for them to in effect, to harmonize and to find a middle way. Okay, so for those of us that are new to the macrobiotic way of cooking, there's so many diet trends out there from vegetarian to vegan to raw food to paleo and all these different ways of eating. How do we define macrobiotic? I don't know who wants to take that one because I know you both really have an explanation on it, but can you uh, break it down for the layman or the idiot's guide to macrobiotic foods? Alex, would you like to explain it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I, I like to define macrobiotics very widely as, as simply the natural way of living and, and eating on our planet. So that, that will uh, uh, vary for people for different climates, different environments, uh, age, sex, gender, uh, level of activity, condition of health, and so forth. But uh, from what we see that historically that most of our ancestors uh, for literally uh, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years, we're eating a primarily plant-based diet, including wild grains and vegetables, fruits and uh, tubers, seeds and nuts, uh, perhaps supplemented here and there by a little bit of, of animal food. But that was tended to be a minor part of the diet. So what we call macrobiotics is simply what we feel is kind of a... Uh, a restatement of the traditional way of eating for modern times. Specifically, Sachi, how, you know, the plates are set up in a certain way. I know we have a fermented food in there. Exactly how is a macrobiotic, how do we eat this way? Oh, yeah. So it's like, a, you know, like a nice uh, bowl of plate that the center, like, like Alex said, the, center, the whole grain, some kind of whole grain included in there. And that one is actually the soba noodle salad. Um, and usually nice to have the whole grain. And sometimes it's noodles and it's nice to have it as well. It depends on the climate and where you live in and, and physical activity level as well. And, uh, of course, the seasonal vegetables. So we recommend to, you know, shop locally, like farmer's market or like, uh, um, you know, and so that helps sustainability as well. And then fermented food to, you know, like homemade pickles or something like that to have in with the meal to enhance the digestion. Um, seaweed, nice to have it a couple of times a week also. Um, so it's, it's in general. And then also uh, include like 
fermented seasonings such as miso, shoyu tamari, umeboshi brine, um, vinegars, and so forth to, um, that also supplementally um, help for seasoning as well. Also, that's also enhanced in, in digestion for cooking. Are there certain things that it avoids, like like sugar, for example? Mm-hmm. Is there special sugars? In, and what about that's the right. oils and things like that? Well, um, we um, recommend to avoid any refined food. So that's, you know, the simple sugar, the simple, like a white flour, uh, white sugar, that's also included. Um, sometimes people like white rice in for the hot weather, but, you know, essential food is always the whole grain. And yeah, so that's anything else you said about? Are there are anything special with the oils that you use the in oils. the cooking? Um, the temperate, the, because we're living in a temperate climate, so we recommend, um, you know, uh, sesame seed, sesame oil or the olive oil um, and safflower oil. So those are that sort of like in this climate zone. And the people living in Hawaii or climate, um, they can supplement like coconut oil and so forth. Because those are much more cooling and, and appropriate for that, for that region. Alex, tell us more about the macrobiotic approach. Who should try this? Well, we like to think that macrobiotics uh, applies to everybody and that everybody will benefit. Uh, For example, uh, we do a lot of work through uh, planetary health. We just had a summer conference. And I would say for the most part, the people who came to the conference were active and healthy. But over the years, we've also worked uh, with people who are sick and who are ailing or who are recovering from serious illness. In fact, we've uh, cooperated with uh, uh, medical researchers at many universities and uh, government agencies. And so, uh, in fact, we've pioneered in some ways in the fields of heart disease, cancer, diabetes, etc. And this has now pretty much gone mainstream so that, uh, you know, like, Harvard School of Public Health, uh, Tufts University, and, and many others who are in the forefront of modern nutrition. We've worked with them, and their guidelines you know, are, are clearly now in a, what we call a macrobiotic holistic direction. So these foods will help us to uh, prevent and relieve many of these serious illnesses. Exciting. Um, so, Sachi, how do we uh, begin to set up our kitchen for a successful transition to this new lifestyle? Hmm, okay. Of course, that you want to, to organize the way that you know uh, whether everything is fresh and you know like where is where. That's the first step. Um, like uh, since macrobiotics includes a lot of um, like dry items, like uh, shelf stock items, like beans and grains. So I suggest to... Um, you know, buy them in bulk if, if possible on the packages. And then just everything is ordered and labeled in the shelf and in a jar, mason jar, so forth. So that will keep, keep it in long and also um, avoid infestations. And as far as the uh, uh, fresh produce, like I said, um, buying in, in local market or farmer's market and, you know, and use it as fresh as possible. So don't overstock it, and that's the key, I, I think. So the more fresh foods and the less processed foods is really the direction? Oh, 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Juice Crew Radio. I'm Steve Prusak. We're here with Alex Jack and Sachi Kato. We're here talking about the new book, The One Peaceful World Cookbook, available now in bookstores worldwide and on Amazon. Highly recommended, beautiful book, and a great way to transition to healthier, happier eating, and something really that we talk about that can actually improve our mental health, which we talked about earlier. Alex, um, there's a new trend, the fermented food trend. It's really getting popular. Can you tell us a little about that? Yes. Traditionally, uh, in both East and West, people ate uh, fermented foods. For example, in Europe, people ate sauerkraut and a variety of pickles and olives, and that helped to digest particularly grains or bread or those kind of products. Uh, And in the Far East, they had a wide variety of not only pickles, but such things as shoyu or natural soy sauce, also miso, which is used uh, in soup and also uh, in cooking, also umeboshi plums. Anyway, there are a wide variety of seasonings and condiments uh, that are fermented, and this will help digestion. Today, for example, the microbiome is becoming uh, more widely recognized, and this is the, the bacteria and the uh, enzymes in our large intestine, our small intestine, and throughout the body. And so this is now being recognized as uh, a major component of our health and well-being. So fermented foods in particular strengthen uh, that function. It actually feeds the bacteria in the intestines? Is that, is that the process? Well, and they include the bacteria often in the foods themselves. Yeah. So yeah. They that. yeah. Living, living foods. Sachi, for anyone new to macrobiotic cooking, do you have any uh, recipe recommendations from the book or something you can share with simple things? I mean, is, this, is it time-consuming? Well, uh, there's uh, many layers in this cookbook. So, you know, uh, there's a, um, the dishes that the people can start easily in traditional um, and a simple, you know, breakfast polish to uh, elaborate um, dishes as well. But um, I think, you know, it's one thing it's easy to start is a breakfast, like eating like porridge and greens is the main thing in macrobiotics as well. That makes it big difference on health, health, um, improving health. So like I say, um, people are not used to make a millet, um, you know, or like brown rice porridge, but it's so easy to make and, and like, you know, uh, so that the grain section, I think it's relatively easy to make. Um, the mochi waffles are really simple, but it, People can just buy a mochi in a store, and which is like in a little heart shape, and it's easy to make. Um, it's very powerful uh, breakfast or snack as well, and noodles. Maybe that's what I and and also the millet dish. It's it's very easy to make, and the millet especially really nourishes pancreas, um, which is the really depleted in today's um, today's modern diet. Uh, yeah, I, I, the the uh, mochi. So we and they pop up. They're little puffs. Those are so much. Oh fun. yeah. So let's share this one. Um, we'll put it up under the show notes at Juice Crew Radio. Uh, I'll put the recipe there for you for the soft rice porridge. So this is just um, you say it's it's enjoyed as a main breakfast dish around the world. And in this, you're just using one cup of leftover brown rice. This is on page thirty four. So how exactly do we go about uh, putting this dish together? 
Oh, okay. So this is if people, if you make, uh, you know, brown rice, uh, simply the best way to digest is that uh, the soak overnight, um, one cup of brown rice and two cups of uh, water. So you have to sort it and take out, you know, and wash it really well. And then just soak with a double um, portion of water overnight and then cook it. Um, on a stove top and boil it and then, then put the lid on and cover and simmer for like 45 minutes. And then just to turn off the flame and steam for 10 minutes and then just brown rice. So the next day, you can just make a porridge out of it and just add enough water to cover and then boil it till soft. And then is there anything that you would flavor it with or do you just... Um, yeah, you can use the condiments such as umeboshi plum in this photo. But you can do, you know, like, uh, hmm, um, like a sesame seed or nuts, seed or nuts. Uh, those are really nice. Uh, some people like make like uh, fruits, you know, but not, not too much sweets are recommended. But if they need a little bit of... Um, like uh, raisin or something like that, the dry fruits, and that's okay. that's nice for uh, people who start microbiotics as well. Thank you for that. And um, I'm in a little bit of a trouble in my house because my stepson is allergic to sesame. If you could believe that, okay, okay. If you could believe right. it, and I love it, but you know we've got to. Mm -hmm. So you were saying safflower safflower oil is a, a good replacement for sesame if if there's or, an allergy, or, or like um, olive oil. So, okay, olive oil, That's yeah. Okay. Or, or coconut oil, like you said. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, I'm not sure who wrote this part in the book on page 25, the paleo versus macro. I'd love if we could just touch on this a little bit. Um, you guys broke down because paleo is such a popular thing, and I know some people in our audience might even be following it. And um, how does paleo, how, how do you compare paleo versus macro? Who wrote that part? That's Alex. <laughs> I wrote that part. Uh, I think from our, our point of view, the, what we're calling the macrobiotic way is the original Paleolithic diet. And that the modern, uh, at least the popular paleo trend, which focuses primarily on animal foods, uh, has been pretty much countered by the anthropological and archaeological evidence. And uh, I think one of the most amazing studies came out from the National Academy of Sciences a few years ago in which they said that our whole line of, of uh, what we call the hominid line that developed uh, several million years ago began when our ancient ancestors started eating wild grains. And they found evidence uh, of this through what they call forensic uh, dentistry because of the uh, residue of the grains that people were eating. So that's a pretty strong indicator that our ancestors, you know, were, were eating uh, not only plant foods, but wild grains as their main food. So we can say macro is the new paleo? That would be a good way to put it, yeah. Or maybe the old paleo. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, the book again, The One Peaceful World Cookbook, available. And um, Steve Prusak, we're at Juice Crew Radio. But before we take some questions from the Inner Circle, and those are members of JuiceCrewAcademy.com, and if you want to be part of our inner circles, just sign up for that membership site there. And we'll be taking some questions from the audience in a minute here. Um, but before we close out the radio part of the show, 
Uh, I want to thank you both again for being here. Thank you and, and continued success with the book and anything you have coming. We're going to go a little deeper with our inner circle, but thank you for being here on Juice Crew Radio. Thanks so much, Steve, for having me. All the best to Alex and Sachi, the book, The One uh, Peaceful World Cookbook. I'm Steve Prusak, and we'll see you on the next episode of Juice Guru Radio. Thank you for listening to Juice Guru Radio. Find out more about us at juiceguru.com. Until next time, get your juice on.